0: Alright, so uh, I was just about to uh, start off on a 10-day trip, a jeep trip around Mongolia. And so let me just say a few words on how that uh, got started. So I had met that guy in Helsinki um, who was on his last night of his around-the-world trip. And he had told me that you can just go to Ulaanbaatar and find a, uh, a guy to drive you around in a jeep. So... That was the extent of my planning. My planning was uh, buying a train ticket in Beijing (laughs) and getting to Ulaanbaatar. And um, so uh, maybe just a few words on Ulaanbaatar because I spent the next few days walking all over it um, to meet people to join me on this Jeep tour and to find a Jeep tour. Um, but Ulaanbaatar, it's, you know, it's so you got to uh, um, understand that Mongolia is a—it's um, mostly grassland and mountains, and um, a third of the population are still nomadic, living pretty much the way people lived when in Genghis Khan's day, um, raising horses and goats and sheep and um, and some cows and uh, moving around their, uh, camps from time to time. Um, and so really the only city in Ulan is, is Ulaanbaatar kind of in the central South part of, of, uh, Mongolia. And, um, you know, it had a lot of Soviet era, um, apartment complexes, these kind of gray, uh, concrete, uh, monuments to bland. <laughs> um, but it, you know, it, it had, um, Asphalt streets, but it had a lot of uh, dirt roads and a lot of like wood house structures um, um, I guess you know kind of what I think you would see in a western town in the u s maybe in the nineteen early nineteen hundreds and um, you know it also had a Buddhist temple, one of the people in my youth hostel was there to spend time at the Buddhist temple, so you would see that kind of up on the hill and it had some modern buildings too, and it had um and I don't know if there were any glass high rises. I can't really remember, but there were a few high rises, if I remember correctly. Not terribly tall. Um, but it had like a brewery, like I mentioned, the Chingis Khan Brewery, and it had restaurants and stuff. And you, anyway, there was like a central part of the of the city, and um, and I walking around. I mean, you'd see all. I think I mentioned this, but I found the women very attractive. They looked, you know, they're exotic. They had dark hair, high cheekbones. Um, sort of different noses, straight noses, sort of Native American looking and very stylish. So you'd see these women in um, high heel leather boots to their knee well before this was a fad in the U.S. and short mini skirts, um, you know, but walking around in a place that still had dirt roads. (laughs) So it's sort of this contrast is interesting. They're almost like, you know, women walking around in Paris or something, but in, in this sort of backwater place. So anyway, I, I went around to a few of these youth hostels and they all seemed to be in these um Soviet era apartment buildings. And um I also finally found a uh one of these jeep tours and it was run by a guy who lived in one of these uh apartment buildings and I remember um going upstairs and knocking on the door and his wife, you know, answering. He wasn't there and so you know, she told me to come back like the next day and so anyway, I did and he um and by and in the meantime i was able to find two um other guys who would were interested in joining me uh sebastian and greg from uh they were french and they were just traveling around and um you know they said yeah sounds like a good idea so anyway the three of us met this guy and he kind of had a map for us and and kind of laid out where we would go, I mean we had no idea of, of what to do in Mongolia, and you know he said hey i 've got a driver and a jeep it 's it 's a a van jeep, and these jeeps were these soviet era vans, but they 're four wheel drive vans, really hardy, sturdy, and gray and and you would see them around town. They were kind of like um, you know the only kind of jeep slash uh, van thing around." you know, you just kind of see him everywhere. And um, anyway, he, you know, he hooked us up with this guy. And so when the day came, we, this guy picked us up at our youth hostel and he didn't speak any English at all. (laughs) And of course we don't speak any Mongolian. And the first thing we did was we went to the local um, market, which is an outdoor market. And we just loaded up on anything we thought we would need. I mean, we had no idea, but we bought a lot of peanut butter and jelly and loaves of bread and beer, cases of beer, and a couple bottles of, of uh, vodka and uh, cigarettes for Greg and Sebastian. Uh, and, um, you know, just kind of staples. And uh, off we went. And... Uh, you know that we just started driving outside of the out, out of town and you get to uh you know open grassland very quickly you're off you know kind of the asphalt road ends and you're off on a dirt road and it's not a bad road you know but it's dirt and or gravel and um you know often the either side is just grassland um and hills mountains on you know in the distance or close by and we ended up driving for um four hours and uh we came upon a uh a little encampment of uh nomads and i'll uh, i'll read my journal entry here first and then i'll i'll follow up with that story so uh, may 24th rest day yesterday and met with driver to go over route doesn't speak english should be interesting also bought all food supplies at an outdoor market that was pretty fun can't stop looking at the girls around here. They are really something else. My neck hurts. Two weeks, 14 day left on my trip. A pretty good chunk, but feels like almost done. I have seen so much in a short period of time. It feels like six months rather than three. Leave for the road trip today. Wish I felt better. My cold came back because of the late night. I feel like crap. Oh, well. May 25th through the 27th. Beautiful country. Day one was wide open grass plains and low mountains. One small pass after another. But you feel like on uh, a level because of low mountains. Uh, What was that? On One small pass after another. But you feel like on the level because of the low mountains i don't understand that anyway the night stayed that night stayed at a real gur. it was really good 50 percent of mongolians are still nomadic we stayed with a family that moved around and had goats sheep cattle and horses they had three gers with grandparents and two families what a life, so simple, yet they, they are so happy. They were camped in a beautiful valley filled with grass and trees and the mountains on the side. They gave us uh, goat yogurt yogurt that, uh, to start, which wasn't bad, with a ton of sugar, then salt tea, then homemade bread with an egg-like substance in cream. Talk about rich, but not bad. Got the kids in a good mood by um, taking their pics and video. Then the parents got in on it. They led two little girls who were very cute. They had two little girls who were very cute. And the mom was beautiful and had a cute attitude. Um, Got in her good clothes when we arrived. Watched uh, her... Watched them round up the goats and cattle in the evening. The mom did it on a horse. The dad hopped on behind her at one point. They were so playful. And then at night, they rode off together side by side to be alone for a while. It was very cute. That's what I want. A beautiful girl who wants to ride off into the evening with me. Spent the night in the Gur, which is a felt tent with the family. Uh, something hard that night. I don't know what I'm saying. Oh, rained hard that night. Next morning, we gave them um, uh, 10,000, uh, local currency, plus a bottle of vodka. They opened it for breakfast. <laughs> she offered the, um, the grand folks shots and us. The bottle was empty by 9 a.m. They have um, customs and manners. When someone gives a gift, they share it. Next day drive was next day's drive was 12 and a half hours. Uh, prettier low grass valleys that had so much room with horses and gurs. I say something you hear about. Short grass because the horses and the yaks. Must have been like this with uh, the Plains Indians in America. Would be great to ride a horse and just go forever. So free. Come across herd after herd of horses. All kinds of colors and, um, and color combinations. Uh, pine and um, some birch as well. Saw one valley that reminded me of the great Salt Lake Valley, just greener, and only 20 gurs throughout. Can you imagine? Spent the night at a log cabin in a town just um, south of Lake Koskow, and made it to the lake today, and went on a 40-kilometer horseback ride. It was great fun. The lake is still frozen and huge. Some melting, uh, so you have blue water reflecting the clouds and the ice. My horse was a troublemaker, but fun. At the end, he leapt into full gallop. I thought we had been galloping, but evidently not. I was hanging on for dear life, and it was exhilarating, just like flying. The scenery was very pretty. Hugged the shore past grass with yaks and horses and ducks. Had land, uh, had lard, uh, had had lunch at a gur and played traditional checkers with sheep and goat ankle bones, pine trees like the ones in Zermatt, went from Jaffa to Toleg and at Toleg the lake turns, and it goes farther than the eye can see. All white. It is cold here. Peaceful. We only saw two other tourists. May twenty eighth through may 29th We found a great gur on the lake shore, awesome view of the lake, and a long manicured lawn of about a hundred yards from the gur to the lake with a spread with spread out pine trees. The stars were great that night. Next day, Seb and I did a three hour walk through the forest up to the ridge where we had a full view of the lake, ginormous, all white, could only see half of it too. That afternoon drove back to uh, Moron, <laughs> dropped off the girls our driver had met, brought along and went on a bender with. but that's another story, <laughs> and found a GER camp in one of the prettiest spots. Ever. Low grass with flowers, wide open space, great sunset, so pretty, horses and goats. Had a hilarious night. We brought chocolates and a bottle of vodka, which they shared with us. We are learning now, don't give the gift in the morning. There were six guys in the hut, and we finished two bottles of vodka and a case of beer. They gave us their snuff. They are big on the gift-giving ritual. When you rely on your neighbors to survive, I guess you do that. It was a blast, but hung over the next morning and a really bumpy nine-hour ride today to the White Lake. We have another quote tourist gur to ourselves, and it looks out oh, on the lake. So pretty. The lake is a dark sapphire blue. Went for a quick dip. Very cold, but refreshing. The drive yesterday and today went through amazing country. Also saw the horses closer, great horses, the last two days. All the colors and color combos imaginable and thick manes, lots of foals, some with turquoise prayer flags around their necks. The landscape is wide open, huge plains and green um, uh, w- w- While manicured w- 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 The whole country looks like a golf course Mowed by the animals Grass, trees at the top of the mountains Lower down, big sloping grassy plains With the horses and the yaks I just So that's the description of the Kind of the a summary of, of the uh, landscape uh, Just making a note here The mountains have the pines and the trees And then uh, maybe the lower third slope uh, is is just grass, and then it goes down into the into the valleys, which is all grass, manicured by all the animals. Um, uh, so trees at the top of the mountains, lower down, big sloping grassy plains with the horses and the axe. I just love it; makes me feel so free. You can see forever. The horses are domesticated, but look wild because they, there are never any people nearby. I really love this country. Saw camels today, big, hairy, two bumps, two humps. Uh, Flew down some of these grassy plains at 10 kilometers. Also saw spots with tons of small purple flowers mixed with the green. Color of the sky today was awesome. Layered, starting at the horizon, a light spectacular blue, then got bluer as you looked higher. Food, uh, something bird life at the, oh, good bird life at the lake. Saw vultures, cormorants, gold-colored ducks mallard sandpipers a falcon um kites and gray cranes with black heads just saw them flying while on the shitter <laughs> may 30th slept in today until 11 it was great i still don't feel 100 percent. not much energy can't shake this cold We went on a hike up to a volcano and walked into the core. Very pretty landscape. Pines with small needles, very open on the lava flow and the lake in the background. Volcanic rock everywhere. Pretty flowers, yellows, white and purple. Chilling at the lake. A few other travelers here. This guy put it. Uh, the wide open spaces of, Mong- uh, of, of Mongolia really well. He said, My eyes have seen further than they have ever seen before. Mongolia is definitely one of the highlights of the whole year. May 31st through June 3rd. Back in Ulaanbaatar, home sweet home. After the White Lake, we headed uh, to some hot springs, but they wanted $8 per person, so we just had a beer and drove to. Karakorum, formerly uh, Karakorum, the capital of the Mongol Empire. We camped by the river. Greg and Seb drank one bottle of vodka each, and we were up all night uh, gibbering away in French. Greg threw up, checked out the monastery the next day. We had walked around the outside at sunset the previous night. It was built in the 1500s out of the stones of the old city. That is all that remains of Karakoram, just a small uh, town now called Karakoram, Karakorin, and was the first Buddhist monastery in Mongolia. It, it, It has a huge surrounding wall with 108 stupas. Just flat and nothing here. Weird to think it was the center of the world's largest empire at one point. Also saw two of the stone turtles that marked the four corners of the city. Turtle represents eternity. And a strange phallic rock pointing to a vaginal slope. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. We headed to uh, Mongolian sands, sand dunes. But so windy, we did, not, we did hike to the top of one sand dune and had a beer. We headed to our last destination, the edge of the Hustai National Park, and stayed in a gur. More vodka. <laughs> At the park the next day, we were lucky and saw three herds of the last remaining wild horses on earth. The Taki, very cool. Then drove to the Turkey graves from the 6th and 8th century. Um, The Turks started in Mongolia, far out. They were carved like people out of granite and in the middle of a huge flat plain, one of the biggest steps we've seen. Then back to U B. Wow, what a trip. Glad we don't have to cook anymore and eat in the van. Uh... Really got along with Greg and Seb. Good for U.S.-French relations. (laughs) Look forward to some R&R in UB for a couple of days. Then drove home to U.S. Then drive home. Then home to the U.S. by way of Shanghai. Shanghai. I'm ready. Uh, June 3rd through June 6th didn't do much in ub but relax walk around drink coffee watch a lot of the movies in the guest house i did spend one day at the Terelj national park horseback riding got the horse to gallop quite a bit and that was fun at the end of the ride a barking snarling dog chased us that was exciting flying along watching the white teeth bought some watercolor paintings and mailed them home went out three nights but not too exciting the women are still as beautiful as ever here i fly to beijing and then to shanghai in a few hours i'll miss mongolia one day in shanghai then home doesn't feel like i'll be home soon yet so that mongolia trip was just just amazing um the landscapes were really quite something. So we spent 10 days, you know, doing a loop, um, going west from Ulaanbaatar, uh, and then turn north through this Lake uh, Kaz um and then heading back to Ulaanbaatar, so this big uh, clockwise loop. And... It was day after day of seeing these amazing vistas and views of the of the steps. So the steps are these just grass, uh, plains, but with mountains. And um, you would go drive through a plain or a valley and it has this manicured look because of the animals that graze on it, but it doesn't look domesticated at all. It, it looks absolutely wild and there, there's nothing there. You don't see anything in terms of civilization, except you would come upon a group of horses or you would come upon a, an encampment of three or four of these gurs or 20 of these gurs. Uh, and these gurs, by the way, are round white tents um, made of felt. Uh, felt comes from goats. and um, And then you would go up and over these passes and you would you would drop down but it would be this big flat valley i mean the the spaces were just so expansive and you know wide open it's really quite amazing and um um so there were some really interesting experiences so actually that first night after driving about four hours or i don't know maybe a little more out of uh ulaanbaatar we we uh the driver just stopped there were, we saw a couple of these girls, like the first ones I think we'd seen um, and there was this guy um i don 't know in his thirties, young man with his little daughter uh and he was he was sort of away from the girls um, working on his motorcycle and our driver stops and starts talking to him, you know and I can't uh imitate Mongolian, but it kind of sounded a little bit Russian to me, but um Next thing we know, we're we're pulling up to these gurs. And so the driver basically asked if we could spend the night with them. And and uh so for the next like few hours it was like this beautiful sunset and um uh, you know this they took us into their gur um which had big um not Persian rugs, but you know, like Persian rugs but Mongolian. And in the center was a stove with a big um, black pipe that went to the top of the tent. Uh, the ger, in America, you hear people refer to them as yurts. They call them gers there, G-E-R. And um, the the inside of these gers, there's like a lat on the. If you imagine the inside of the circular walls, the you know the vertical walls, it's like a lattice work. Of wood, and you can, you know, they can tear that down uh, um, and compress it, and you know, put this all on a little um, trailer that they are, are, you know, their horses tow, and um, and then on the top of the of the ceiling, are these beautiful poles, but they're colored; they were painted in orange and blue, and formed like like the rays of the sun and the the steel pipe you know went up through the center and um all they had in there they had a couple beds on, you know one on each side or just actually had one on one side and that's where the husband and wife slept and the little kids um i think slept on the floor and um there was like a little bureau like a little desk um you know clothes drawer if i remember very narrow and it had couple pictures of their ancestors on there and a, and a little mirror and that was it and um, so we sat in there you know on the rug and the the wife um, who had put on a little makeup and got in a like a she had a, a silk uh, coat in in Mongolia they have these awesome uh, coats they're like uh, you know the robes and she had one that was blue silk and you know these are functional. They wear these a lot. You know they, they don't have a lot of room for uh, you know just stuff that that you wouldn't wear often. But it was gorgeous, and she was gorgeous, and she was so unusual looking. I'd never seen anyone who looked like her. And they, you know she was very happy to play hostess, and and the little kids were in there. She had a little daughter who was maybe I don't know five. Six and another little daughter who was just a toddler, a little baby, like a year, if that and um they 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 cooked us tea or this I think it was like some sort of milk kind of thing, uh very salty, and then this this sort of yogurt thing, and the little daughter and then and the da- there were two families there, so there was a daughter who was maybe about six the you know with this other daughter and um uh, we're all eating this yogurt, and the, they had like a thing of sugar, and so the daughters would like just pour gobs of sugar into this thing, you know, and, and they would smile about it, and they kind of knew they were being naughty, you know, but I, I can see why they would do it because it, there wasn't much taste, and um, then we just spent, you know, we then we uh, stepped out of the gur, and as the sun was going down, the little daughters did little traditional Mongolian dances for us. They were so cute. They'd do little dances and then they'd bow and we'd film them. And then you could play back the video to them. And so after we film them, you know, they do the little bow. And then they would run over because to, to, they wanted to watch it on video. And so we did, we did that and took pictures. And they loved looking at their pictures. And they'd always smile and they – you know they had these you know ruddy little you know cheeks uh, red cheeks and but when you would take their pictures, they would stone up, they would like stiffen up, straighten up, and they wouldn 't smile <laughs> and um this this area where they were camped was this huge plain. Um, there were mountains in the distance and, um, it was absolutely gorgeous. I mean, I've never been to Yellowstone, but I've been nearby and I can imagine what Yellowstone looks like. It was probably like that. And this was their house (laughs) and there were, there were some grandparents there and the old grandma was just kind of sitting there in her robe and smoking a cigarette, watching all this. And they had these cool dogs. They're kind of like Huskies, but a little smaller I mean, it was like the perfect life. And then they were like rounding up the goats and kind of playing around. And, you know, the mom was on the horse and the dad like jumped on behind her and kind of goofing around. And then in the evening, uh, the two of them, husband and wife, just like literally rode off into the sunset for a little like alone time. And, I, <laughs> and the little kid spent the night with the grandparents and we spent the night in their grr. In the, in and I think they spent the night somewhere else, if I remember. So Greg and Seb and I slept on the floor in the grr. And then the next morning when we were leaving, you know, we didn't know the right etiquette what to do. So we gave them a little money, but we thought that was sort of impersonal. So we decided to give them a bottle of vodka. And um, we, w- last thing we thought was that this would be opened up, but th- th- they shared it with us. So, you know, I think in a in an environment like that, there's a real tradition of sharing um, because you probably have to rely on one another so much. So. Um, here we are, you know, eight in the morning sitting around in this gur, and the mom opens up the bottle of, of vodka and pours like a shot and puts it on the little shrine to the, the pictures of the ancestors. <laughs> and then the grandparents show up and then so they get shots and then we all get shots and that went on until the bottle was done. <laughs> and by nine o'clock, we're drunk and we're on the road for like the next 10 hours <laughs> It was it was so weird. But anyway, um so we, you know, drove all around and um and we had another fun night similar to that in another little girl encampment and um where word got out that we were there and the old guys came in, they're like in their sixties and everything. And they snuff is a really big thing. That's that's tobacco you put in your nose and it gives you a little jolt, apparently. I mean I never felt anything, but that you these guys have their their little snuff bottles and they're all sort of ornate and glassy and you know porcelain or whatever, and you know they would hand them to you and then you 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 had to accept it with holding your hand holding your arm you ha, you 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 hold one hand with the other hand to support your hand it's like this tradition, and even if you didn't take the snuff you had to comment on it and say oh that's very nice you know blah 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 and you you would put the snuff in between your index finger and your thumb on that soft part of your uh hand and you would snort it. And Greg and Seb just like loved this. I mean they went to town on it. They thought it was like cocaine, I guess. And um and anyway, but it, a real party broke out in this gur like cuz we had beers, we cases, you know, we had tons of we had, I guess a couple cases of beer and we had bottles of vodka and chocolates and Anyway, you know, it was like a real party and um, they didn't speak any English. So I don't but we definitely communicated. I mean, we were all having a great time, you know, it was really weird. And um, yeah, anyway, I mean, I don't know what else to say. I read a lot about it that we went to different lakes. This Lake Kos call was absolutely stunning, huge, bigger than Tahoe. It's like five Tahoes put together and all ice covered because it was the spring and we, you could even stand on it. And we, we rode horses around there and hiked and, you know, and I, after, um, that we got done, oh, and that lake we stayed at with the volcano was just gorgeous. It was like Mount Lassen, not as high, but you would, you know, walk through this, you know, sort of moonscape of lava where there were pine trees all over it. And you, we walked up on the volcano and into the cone and, and this dark sapphire colored lake and, um. And then I when we got back to UB, I mean I went to another park for a day and um rode horses there. And um, you know, I just remember sitting in like a birch or aspen grove and, and the flowers and just thinking, man, this is pretty phenomenal. Um oh, and then seeing the wild horses was amazing too. Though so, you know, we think about horses here in America and domesticated horses and whatnot, and of course horses were came from like, you know, dogs come from a wolf, same kind of thing. There's, honest to God, still the original version of wild horses there in Mongolia. And um, they're on a uh, state park. And we went there and we saw them. And they're like um, kind of tan colored and they have these black manes. And that was awesome to see those horses. Um, and then nearby there, there was we saw these turkey graves. And I didn't know what they were talking about. But I think what it is is the whole people in that area – are called or were called turkey people so that whole nomad uh gir thing you know felt tent type of thing you know there's many 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 different tribes and cultures within that turkic um population but the turk you know the people who are now in turkey are are part of that they actually migrated you know invaded etc all the way across asia and the mongolians were a turkic people So these Turkic graves, the Mongolians, I think, were in the 1300s. These Turkic graves were like in the 6th or 8th century, so a little earlier. So that was pretty interesting. Um, Yeah, and then I spent a couple more days in UB and went to restaurants and just uh, walked around and uh, got ready for my next stop, which uh, was Shanghai.